Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Hey, guys. It is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Pittsburgh Steelers fans, what's going on? This is Jeff Hartman, co-editor of BehindTheSteelCurtain.com with another episode of the Steelers preview. The triumphant trio returns. And holy cow, we hope the Steelers finally win a flipping game this week. Uh, losing stinks. We all know that. Steelers are 11 and 2. We're going to talk a lot about a lot of stuff tonight. But first, we got to get through the most. This is breaking news. If you're watching live on YouTube or on Facebook, we have an updated injury report. Uh, Steelers PR department just sent out that one Brian Anthony Davis, who was a full participant in practice on Thursday. He's been downgraded to they, – they, they basically made him limited, and they're not sure about his availability this week. Brian, what happened? Walk us through the injury and tell us what's your prognosis and are you going to be able to play on Monday? You know what? I am going to be there for the post-game show. I'm going to be there all weekend. I am going to be there for the game too. Um, I've scratched cornea. <laughs> <laughs> and of all things – I scratched it on a Christmas tree. <laughs> Could you give us a play-by-play of how this happened? Yeah. So, so I let my my daughter <laughs> wanted to get. A, we were working at the Christmas tree lot on Saturday, and she wanted to get this little tree. It was. It's probably about four feet tall, and I decided to let her get it. And we were having trouble with the base because it's a smaller tree, and we've got base for big trees. So I decided today that we haven't had a chance to decorate it. I was going to try to rig it together so I could get it to stand up straight. So I got all this other wood. I was all proud of myself being uh, being Mr. Handyman because my wife tells everybody he's not handy, and that offends me more than anything. That's like calling me uh, calling me a sissy, like Jeff did earlier today on something else. By the way, um, shovel, shovel your own snow. But anyways, go ahead. but 
I, I did. I used a snowblower. <laughs> Somebody stole my snowblower twice in the last seven years. So, so you're trying to MacGyver this tree. Yeah, I'm okay. MacGyvering the tree, and it tipped over and went straight into my face and my eye, and it scratched my uh, cornea in a couple places, but I've got a significant uh, scratch on the right side of on my right eye. And so. it hurts like the Dickens. And this is going to be your favorite part. And uh, they offered me an eye patch. <laughs> I was calling for it so bad before the show. I was like, please tell me you're an eye patch. Please tell me you're an eye patch. Oh. <laughs> and I almost did it, but I'm like, oh gosh, I've got a show tonight. And those guys are relentless. My beloved, my, my beloved uh, live chat is relentless and i would never i would never get over it and dave it would not be rated pg like he said it would be Arr! rated <laughs> R. Um, hey can but, i say something real quick because it was from the live chat captain underpants had us asked a question for me that was the ex i'll tell you right now it's the exact question that i answered on today's stat geek so uh, maybe he was asking it now to get credit for it because I don't I didn't remember who had asked it, so I didn't give them credit. But yeah, it was the worst than an 11 and 0 team has, has finished. Um, so check that out as a sad geek. I just wanted to say it before you had to go. But Brian, R. So, so if I'm doing my if I'm doing my best uh Mike Tomlin impersonation, I'm starting my press conference with Brian Anthony Davis suffered a significant cornea injury on <laughs> Um, Anyways, we haven't even got. We're hoping to have him available on Sunday. Yeah, you know, yeah. We'll, we'll really let uh, let this week be our guide. Um, yes. to, before we do anything, of rolling him out. Mm -hmm. You know, I don't want to. I don't want to paint his uh, his injury with a broad brush here. Um, <laughs> so we we just want uh, we just want bad to be back because the standard is the standard, and bad's yeah. the standard. Here's what I love. Matt says in the uh, live the live chat, upper body. If it was hockey, we Brian Anthony Davis suffered an upper body injury. He's day to day. All right, Dave so Schofield. True. Dave Schofield, welcome to the program. How's it going? I'm doing good. Sorry, I jumped in a couple times already, but I uh, wanted to make sure that I could answer that question in the live chat quick and. I'm sorry. I'm really glad that Brian is is well enough that he doesn't have the eye patch because I would have to click off the screen the whole time. <laughs> There's no good. way I could have looked at him this entire show and not just ahoy <laughs> every two seconds. So Brian, I hope your eye feels better. Um, did they give you any prognosis of how long? I mean, are are, are you day to day? Are you uh, are, are have you been ruled out? Or? Well. I'm one that I like to play hurt. Um, so that's why I'm doing the show here. Um, I'm, I'm on antibiotics for the next four to five days. If it, uh, if it flares up that they want to see me back, but it looks like I'm going to be, uh, I'm not a game day decision guys. I'm, I might be questionable, but you got me. There you go. So you are more MacGruber than MacGyver. <laughs> <laughs> I would I would probably say that. Hey, I, I got, but here's the best part that I didn't even tell you about. This happened immediately when I started it. It was like I it was like five seconds into the project, and I I spent the next fifteen minutes doing the project with one eye because I had to get it done. So woo, yay me. Yeah, Mister Fix It. All right, let's get right into the Steelers news. There has been some news this week. I want to get your guys' take on a couple things before we, uh, you know, really talk about the upcoming matchup. And the first thing is, 
a lack of talking about the upcoming matchup. I have to say this, okay? On t- I have been listening to Mike Tomlin press conferences since 2007, okay? And this goes back to Bill Cowers. I, I've always listened to the coaches' press conference. My dad and I used to sit down together after dinner because in the Pittsburgh viewing area, you would get the Bill Cowher press conference re-aired in the afternoon, and we would always watch it later. So I've always listened to coaches' press conferences. Mike Tomlin, for the first time that I can ever remember, didn't talk about the upcoming opponent once. He said, we have a primetime matchup. We just laid an egg on primetime. AFC North Divisional Rivalry game, you know, the the kitchen's hot or whatever he's saying now. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) But still, he didn't talk about Tyler Boyd. He didn't talk about Gio Bernard. He didn't talk about not having to go against Geno Atkins because he's on injured reserve. He didn't say a thing. Guys, I'm not saying this is like concerning. It's just felt noteworthy to me to bring it up. I mean, Dave, you know what I'm talking about. He always makes the opponent seem like the 85 Bears. And he didn't even talk about them. No, <laughs> I'm there with my notepad because I take notes during his press conference for my podcast. And I'm like, did I miss him say something? Was I like daydreaming? <laughs> nope. nope. He didn't say anything, Dave. No, and that's exactly – that's why, like, the Scobro show, we titled it what we did, um, and that was – this is all about the Steelers. I mean, even Mike Tomlin is not even acknowledging what's really going on with the team that they're playing. So this really is all about the Steelers in this game coming up. And can someone tell me, Brian, you might be able to do this, who is their – who's the Bengals quarterback? I don't know. I literally don't know. Is I think I know. Who? I, you it's, know, let me guess first because I don't, I don't know. I was going to say Ryan Finley, but I don't uh, know. That's that's who I thought it might have been, and then all oh, no, it's not. It's going to be someone else. And I had to get our wonderful viewers in the live chat had to tell me on Scobro Show because I'm like, I don't know that apparently, and we saw this on the injury report today that Brandon Allen is not expected to play, so it would go back to Ryan Finley. Oh, so Finley might be in. Mm, yeah. That's interesting. So. Brian, do you have anything to say about Tomlin just completely glossing over the fact that they're playing a game against an opponent this week or what? Yeah, yeah. My first knee-jerk reaction to that was he doesn't know who any of these guys are because we don't. <laughs> he didn't want to pull Keith Butler and say, well, I'm really worried about Tyler Eifert. <laughs> <laughs> it could be. That could have been it. It could have been it. Oh, my goodness. Okay. I wanted to bring that up. Um, next topic I wanted to bring up. So – let me just go off on a little bit. I talked about this on my Wednesday. Let's ride. Can we please, now this is just me. You all have your own opinion. And those in the live chat that are watching live, whether it's Facebook or, or YouTube, you have your own opinion as well. That's your prerogative. But can we please shut up about Juju Smith-Schuster dancing? Like I could care less if he was out there before the kickers were even, like the kickers were out there and he's doing a little TikTok dance. I don't, I don't care what these guys do. Give me a break. Did, did that rub anyone the wrong way? Cause I know, first off, let me say this. I know for a fact that he's been doing it for weeks. He did it in Dallas. Uh, that was something I saw, I think, on Instagram. Um, I didn't care then. Don't care now. Brian, do you care? A little. Actually, if I'm, if I'm being completely honest, I just oh, think, I just oh, think man. it's a, yeah, <laughs> you kids get off my lawn. Oh, that would be so much better if you had an eye patch on. <laughs> I have one downstairs. But it's just go ahead, just get him distracted. I'm uh, sorry. But <laughs> he, 
you know, I just don't think it's the best look. But here's the thing. Buffalo didn't care about that. I, you know, they come out with the video, hey, let them do the dance and let them do the talking. Of course you say that. They weren't going to play better because, I mean, they didn't play better because Juju danced on, on a logo. It does not matter whatsoever to the Buffalo Bills. It's just a soundbite and something they could use to uh, throw it out there because guess what? Number 17, Josh Allen knows he's on camera and it's, it's a great soundbite, but they don't care about that. Here's, here's the thing. I just, I just don't love it. It's just not my thing, but Juju, the the problem is everybody's going to bring this up because they want noise surrounding the whole thing. They're not focused. They're not, they're not ready. The one thing that I noticed had nothing to do with that. I watched at the very beginning of that broadcast, I watched Pittsburgh walking out of the locker room and I watched Buffalo walking out of the locker room because NBC showed them both coming out. Buffalo looked fired up and ready. There's no home crowd. I know they're at home. They looked ready. Steelers moseyed out. Just like, eh, all right, let's go to work. And that's what I felt like. I mean, I really felt like they were ho-hum coming out. So it's it might be a lack of focus, but that has nothing to do with it. Dave, what are your thoughts? I'm kind of like Brian. I mean, maybe a little bit, but it really, it's it's not a big deal. Let's just, I, he's not, he's dancing on the logo. I think he's doing it to show where he is. Not like he's trying to disrespect it. And then you guys might have to answer this question to me. Does he do the same thing at Heinz Field before the games? Well, in the Steelers, I'm, I'm, I'm sure he does. He's, I'm pretty he's sure he does. So I don't think it's about... You know, why would they say he's disrespecting our logo? Well, he's doing the same thing to his own logo. It's just a whole little thing that he does, part of his self-promotion. This is where I am. This is the, that way you know which stadium he's at and what's going on as part of the things he does. I Part of me says it's not re- anywhere close to as big a deal as what anyone's making it. But at the same time, if it starts to become a, de- a big deal, for him to say, well, I'm just going to keep doing it, um, if it's going to be too much of a big deal and Coach Tomlin says, nope, then guess what? Then he needs to stop. So I know some people gave all the Pittsburgh media, they're the ones that are bringing this up. But then some of them fired back. They're like, we've seen him do this for a long time now. We never asked her to say anything about it. It wasn't until the Bills players brought it up that it's ever been an issue. I actually didn't mind that Juju even doubled down on it. I actually give him a ton of credit because when Juju said, hey, yeah, I do it. Yes, I realize I'm doing it, and I'm going to keep on doing it. He basically told the media, you can take your writing and take your narratives and do whatever you want with it because I'm not going to stop. It wasn't the – here's here's a name for you. It wasn't Devin Bush going out in Michigan to go on the Michigan State logo and just raking his cleats through it like in a in a disrespectful fashion. What, it wasn't that at all. It wasn't. He's, it wasn't. Was it Baker Mayfield? Baker Mayfield. Flag on right. Yeah. It, so it wasn't that. It was just him. He's just saying, lighten up, people. Seriously, gosh, lighten up, everyone. Well, that's here's the other thing. Wasn't Juju heading to the Star in Dallas to recreate the To thing, and somebody yeah. stopped him? Yes. I don't yeah. care about that either. I don't. You care know about what? We didn't care about that then. We care about it more because they've lost two straight games, and everybody's going to say they've got to be focused. They can't be doing this. Look, what Juju does in those sixty minutes of actual game time is pretty remarkable, and nobody plays harder than he does. So 
I'm not concerned. I just I don't love it, but I'm not concerned. Well, you know, and everyone brings up, oh, well, do you guys care when the someone does something to the terrible towel? Well, yes, we care, but we only care and we only remember times when it comes back to bite a team. Anyone want to talk about when Ray Rice walked off the field in Heinz Field with it over his head, and then they ended up, I think that was the year they knocked the Steelers out of the playoffs in 2014. No one brings that up, and everyone talked about he's desecrating the towel. Look, this stuff is all noise. And that's why when Mike Tomlin was asked about it on Tuesday, he was like, I don't even know what you're talking about. <laughs> Liar. <laughs> See, maybe he doesn't. He honestly, did a good job of not answering a few questions. <laughs> yes, he one. did. You yes, know, he he did. all of a sudden forgot that he ever said that Ben Roethlisberger's spiral wasn't as tight as he'd like to see it. It was you only know. one of the biggest storylines of training camp, Dave. Yeah. Come on. And then he, and then he's like, I don't remember <laughs> saying that. All right, let me get to this super chat here real quick. Steel Dog 88 says uh, the Steelers need to get Samuels. He's talking about, uh, I guess, Jalen Samuels and Washington more involved. We're going to talk about those two individuals because they could have some increased roles this week for sure. All right, let's get to um, real quick. Uh, some other news. Matt Filer was put on injured reserve this week. That was uh, not a shock. Jeremy Fowler of ESPN did say that he believes, just like he did with Robert Spillane, that there's a chance they could come back. Both of those players are not done for the year, that they could be back. That's good news. Um, but let's uh, also remember that Vince Williams could potentially be coming off the COVID list. Dave, a prime your article that's probably going to run on Friday about that mm-hmm. and what he thinks about that. But, guys, let's go. Dave, let's just go into the injury report now. Do you have that up? I have the injury report right here. Good. Both in front of me and in my brain. You there want you the Steelers side, right? Yes, sir. Okay, so we got the R, the IR stuff. Filer went on IR, so that's not an issue. There were four players that did not practice today, so we'll have we'll probably have some decent conversations, maybe about all four, except for maybe this first one. Sean Davis did not did not practice with an illness, which it's interesting because you know you don't ever want to see that illness designation with all with COVID-19 and everything. But you also have to remember sometimes if there's anything that could be related in that way, they just have them stay away if there's any kind of symptom. So it could be one extreme or the other. Then you've got um, James Conner did not practice with his quadricep injury that um, Coach Tomlin mentioned on Tuesday. Kevin Dodson with his shoulder. I, I kind of called that. Did I say it in the post game that I said, I wonder if Tomlin misspoke and both of them weren't pecs. One might have you know, because they were both reported shoulders. I said, I don't, I'd be surprised they'd both be a peck. But you right did. now, they say Kevin is, or Kevin, well, Dotson is the shoulder. Thank you, Brian. Um, and then who did practice, before I get to the last person who didn't practice, um, Joe Hayden was a full participant. There was pictures of him practicing yesterday when the Steelers didn't have to do an injury report. So that's good. They haven't said that he's officially out of the protocol, but that's part of being moving through the protocol is practicing. So that's a great sign for him. Um, And then last but not least, one Benjamin Todd Roethlisberger, even on a Thursday, did not participate in practice, which was not injury injury related. So I was kind of wondering what you guys thought about that. What's that, Ben? That Ben still, you know, it, it was, you know, it's still a regular week, but now Wednesday's on Thursday and you're like, well, maybe they get that extra day of work in. And apparently he didn't, he wasn't going to practice. They didn't have him practice today either. They gave, rather than get the extra day of work, they chose to get the extra day of rest. I w- let's just say this. I would be, I would have been more shocked if he practiced than him not practicing. See, I just assumed they didn't practice yesterday. 
he might have thrown the ball around. I think yeah. he still throws the ball around on the days yes. like today. He he just doesn't is it, officially is he, practice. Is he running the huddle and out there calling the plays and doing all the other stuff? Yeah. According to him, a couple weeks ago they asked him, this was when he had missed a whole week. because This was all the way back before the last Bengals game. They said, what's the difference? And he said, well, normally if I'm not practicing, I'm standing behind the quarterback. I'm right next to Randy. We're talking about what we're seeing. So he's there and he's a part of it. He's just not taking physical repetitions. Um, But still, I think the injury to watch here is Dodson. It has to be Dodson because, you you know, the extra day is going to help. But my goodness, they need to get him back. Because if not, Brian, do they go to J.C. Hassenauer again or – is Derwin Gray still on the practice squad, or no, is he? Derwin Gray's came. Derwin Gray, Derwin Gray is on the active roster. He was just inactive last week. Gotcha. I wanted to answer that because I do the inactives. So. Okay, Brian, what do you think? Absolutely, what Dave said. But you know what I think about when I this whole scenario comes up is Kevin Dotson has become one of the most popular Pittsburgh Steelers in the course of a season. For a fourth-round draft pick, for a lineman, I have never seen a fourth-round lineman have this much fanfare, and it's because of everything that's going on with this team. The The fact that he's a road grader, that people know that he could the, – the running game does well when he's in there. They love that. The fans love this guy already. I think he's a huge fan favorite, but he's very important to that team, and he is growing each and every week. So I got to tell you um, – I'm really hoping he's back. Would you say that he is the guy to look at? Absolutely. I, a couple of names that Mike Tomlin brought up on Tuesday that weren't even listed were, and someone brought up Chooks for mm-hmm. He was not even listed on the injury report, nor was Terrell Edmonds with a shoulder. That so surprised me about Edmonds. Yeah. That's but, good news. That's great. Yeah, it is. Great. You don't want to see look for these guys time. to possibly miss time earlier in the week. Not, I mean, not only did he not miss time, wasn't even listed. It could have even yeah. have been listed, but full participant. That's good news. Sasquatch gives us five Canuck bucks. He says, if we get ahead in this game, would you be okay seeing Dobbs and doing some trick or gadget plays like Taysom Hill to throw in some spice in the offense? Guys, what are your thoughts? Dave, we'll start with you. It, I write the not only just the projected inactives, but the inactives article every week. And it's 13 for 13. Joshua Dobbs has not been in a helmet on game day all season. So you can't just bring a guy in to do some trick plays if they get ahead when it's a guy that's not going to dress for the game. I agree. Brian? You know, I would love some trickery. I would love some spice. This is bland, what we're looking at right now. Remember every week we were talking about the jet sweep? That's even disappeared. This is just a very 1920s offense right now. Bring back Dick Shiner. All right. <laughs> <laughs> and Buzz Nutter. <laughs> Dick Shiner hands off to Buzz Nutter. Okay, so anyway. <laughs> Holy cow. <laughs> Yowza. All right. Um, <laughs> I'm going to rely... <laughs> I'm going to rely on you. We are very silly tonight. The Steelers preview is brought to you by Ovaltine. <laughs> Don't forget to drink your Ovaltine. Ovaltine. A crummy commercial? Son of a... <laughs> All right. I'm going to rely on you two here for this next segment. I liked, to, I, I liked we did this last week. I wanted to continue it this week, and that was talking a little bit about the playoff picture and the AFC side of things. Mm-hmm. And I know Dave does the three games to keep an eye on. 
Uh, and then Brian, you do the rooting guide and who Steeler fans should be pulling for. So real quick, Dave, what were your three games to keep an eye on in case those out there have not seen the article? What well, are your three games and, and why were they important for the Steelers? There was there was one I wasn't I almost wanted to do, and that was the Bills game. And now I can't even remember who they play. It's on the the Broncos. The Bills, Broncos, yeah, Saturday. Yeah, it's on Saturday. Saturday. Um, that I, I I was that was my honorable mention. It, it almost made it in there just because they are only one spot behind the Steelers, but I didn't. Instead, I went with with the Colts game because that's who the Steelers play the following week, and that's the Colts playing. My goodness, why can I not remember the schedule I'll right look now? I'll, I'll look it up. I'll look it up. We, we need Big Ben's son because apparently he remembers the entire schedule each week, as he said. The in Colts host the Texans. The Texans, that's who it was. Again, because the Texans should have beat them last time, and they yes. fumbled it away inside the five. So that's a good one to know, not just because of how the Colts are playing coming in to meet the Steelers. The Colts are – one of the teams that the Steelers are looking to be make sure they have an advantage over in the final rankings, as, as long as the Steelers win the AFC North, and which comes with either one win by them, regardless of which game it is, one loss by the by the Browns, regardless of which game. If that happens, they win the North. So if six games have to go perfectly for them to not win the North, and they're going to be you know shuffling for position. And one of those teams is going to be from the AFC South. You just don't know if it's going to be the Colts or the Titans. Or the Titans. And the Steelers already have the tiebreaker of the Titans. So that one's a good one to pay attention to. Of course, then I have the Browns and the Giants um, on Sunday night because, once again, the Steelers still play the Browns. And if the Browns lose, then, then the North is won. Um, so that'll be interesting. And then today we get the news of that it looks like it's former Brown Colt McCoy quarterbacking with the plays being called by former head coach Freddie Kitchens. Freddie Kitchens. The it's Kitchens Freddie. returns. Yeah. So, so there, there's that one. And then the other game that I went with is I'm like, we still want to pay a little bit of attention to the, to, to the Kansas city chiefs. Mm -hmm. um, even if Pittsburgh wins this weekend and the chiefs lose, it still doesn't catapult the Steelers back into the one because I, and I, when I first did the the playoff scenarios, I missed. I knew that the Chiefs played the Chargers the last game of the season, and I knew that they played the New Orleans Saints this coming week. But I didn't pay much attention to who they played in between. It's another NFC opponent. So in order for the Steelers to catch the Chiefs, the Chiefs either have to specifically lose one game to the Chargers, or they've got to lose two. While Steel, while the Steelers went out in order for the one seed. So it ain't, ain't going to happen. <laughs> I, it's not even much about the one seed is kind of want to have an idea of what the chiefs are doing. Cause that is, you know, if the, the Steelers want to stay ahead of the bills, have that two seed. And then that way they're not matched up against Kansas city until you're talking about an AFC championship game, you know, you're, you know, but you want to have an idea how the team that's doing that has the better record, how they're doing rolling. It's a measuring stick. It's a measuring yeah. stick. Now, I, Brian, I have a feeling that you're going to echo a lot of the things that Dave just said. So my question for you. Actually, no. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, if you want to disagree, but I'm going to ask both of you this question. I'm saying it out loud so I don't forget it. How important is the number two seed? Assuming that they're not, the Steelers are not going to catch the Chiefs. How important is the number two seed for you in the playoffs? But go ahead, Brian. Disagree with Dave, and then we'll go back to that. 
Well, not completely. I'm not completely disagreeing with Dave. Those are good games to watch. But the rooting guide is set up a little different. The rooting guide is to look way ahead. And, you know, because we know what the Steelers need to do to make the playoffs. They're in the playoffs. We know what they have to do to win the North. They basically have to win one more game to win the North. So really what I'm looking at is what's going to happen in the playoffs. I'm looking at the Indianapolis Colts in the rooting guide as a team you actually want to root for this weekend. And the reason I put that in there, and you can go ahead and listen to it and hear a little bit more, but I feel like the Colts right now, they are a team that I don't feel like is going to do as well in the playoffs. I'd rather them be a division winner and take on a wild card team. I would rather the Tennessee Titans go ahead and not win that division, come in as a wild card team, maybe be matched up against a team oh, wow. like uh, Kansas City down the road or Buffalo, something like that, because I think they could be way more dangerous. The thing, the team that that uh, I was really high on last week on the rooting guide because you needed it to happen if you wanted Cleveland out of there was Baltimore. Now they're the number eight seed. They're a team that you've got to look at right now as a team that could possibly get very dangerous in the playoffs. They're also a team that, you know, you'd love to keep out of there just for Yinzer's sake. You would just love the, the Ravens to be out of there. So if the Dolphins keep on winning, the Colts move up to a division winner, then the Tennessee Titans, who have a tiebreaker over Baltimore, will be ahead of them. They could keep Baltimore on the outside looking in if that all happens. So that's why I'm looking at the Colts to keep on winning. That's the only disagreement I have with Dave. It's definitely a game to watch, but it could actually benefit the Steelers in the long run to have the Colts win. I don't remember saying about having the Colts lose. I just said it's an interesting game to pay attention yeah, to. Yeah, that's true. Dave okay. well, yeah. is pretty game to watch. All right, yeah. So, so I, I, I thought the reason you brought it up because – didn't know why I hadn't, else we I hadn't thought about it that deep. I just knew it was important. But to- yeah, <laughs> that's what I do with the rooting guy. But the Dolphins, we want to keep we want to keep them winning too. Um, yeah. But the thing about the, the thing about the Colts too is you would want them to win this week because you want them to lose next week when they're taking on Pittsburgh right. Steelers. Yeah. And the Dolphins play the New England Patriots this week. Just so we're clear. Now, interesting uh, game. Yeah, and now you just want to see you just want to see the Dolphins win that anyway, just because yeah. you want to see the Patriots lose. I yes. still love to watch them lose, but still, guys, let's let's go to back to Dave real quick. Right. How important to use the number two seed? I like it because it the home teams basically get an extra day because you don't have to travel, and obviously the the number two seed's going to host a wild card game. If you win that game, you know as long as you keep winning, you're going to have you're going to keep hosting a game until you get to the AFC championship championship game. So usually, you know, under the normal six teams, those teams play on wildcard weekend, and then they all go on the road the next week. That's just how it works because the one seed, the two seeds have it. So now as the coming in as the two seed, you know, as long as you win, you get two straight home games. So I like, I would rather have the two seed um, for that reason, but how you know, like I said, there's no fans, so it's not like that's going to help as much, but it's just still kind of the whole notion of it. Um, I like, but is it more important than having the right matchup? To me, you're you're gonna have to play well in the playoffs in order to in order to to win. So it almost doesn't matter exactly who your matchup is. Brian, do you agree? 
Absolutely, but I feel that the Steelers really need to uh, win out. And if you listen to Let's Ride tomorrow morning, you'll see how important a streak is. So make sure you check that out on all of your favorite streaming networks. But with that being said, look, I have seen this so many times. I have seen the Indianapolis Colts knock off the number one seeded Kansas City Chiefs in 1995 to get the Pittsburgh Steelers, the number one seed, to end up going to the Super Bowl that year. We have seen a lot of times when the Steelers have gone in as the number two seed and have ended up in the AFC Championship game with a home game. That uh, It's a good thing to be the number two seed as well. Um, there's not a lot of situations where it's always one versus two. You really want to get that over the, the third seed, but everything Dave said about the fact when you reach the uh, – reach the national no, national championship game excuse me when you reach the uh, AFC championship if you're you know inclined to do so you really want to be in that position to have the best shot at the home game so i agree with everything he's saying i think it's important i do want to say and i want to i want to give a you plugged my show for tomorrow friday morning thank you I, brian i appreciate that i want to plug tony defy's article that's going to run on the website friday morning and it's about essentially the Steelers have made the postseason for the first time since 2017, and no one's talking about it. <laughs> I get that when you start 11-0, you have a much bigger fish to fry, so to speak. But at the same time, I mean, think back to the last two years, where right now, if we were to you know, get in the black and gold DeLorean and go back, we'd be like, are they going to make the playoffs? What, are the ha- what needs to happen for them to make the playoffs? Who needs to lose? What do the Steelers need to do? What, what chips need to fall in a certain way? They're already locked it up. They're they're essentially locking up the AFC North, hopefully this weekend. And my goodness, now we're just talking about seeding. It's a good problem to have. All we need now is the Steelers to start playing a little bit better, and we'll all feel a heck of a lot better going into the postseason. So if you're on audio right now, you're going to head over to part two, where we're going to talk about X factors, bold predictions, give you our predictions for the game. If you're on YouTube or Facebook, we're not going anywhere. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. 
Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.